Welcome to Tia's Table, where there's always good food and good conversation. Sit back, grab a snack, and let's have some girl talk. Hey, girl. Girl, let me tell you, I know we were supposed to talk like over a week ago, and I am just now getting around to calling you back. And for that, I want to say, girl, give me a little bit of grace because I have been super busy around here getting things done so that over the summer, I don't have to do nothing. And I hope you're doing the same thing because we deserve a summer of doing the absolute least, right? If you're new around here, hello, my name is Tia. I'm a group fitness instructor and an accountability coach for women looking to make small changes to their lives that they can sustain over the rest of their life so that they can live a healthier, happier, freer version of themselves. If you think that's you, reach out to me. I would love to help you. You can contact me at tavfitness at gmail.com. Let's get right into what is on my table this month. Now, I shared this on Instagram. Well, first of all, someone shared this with me on Instagram. And when he sent it to me, I looked at the recipe and I was like, okay, this looks really good. Like it has all the things that I think I would like. It had nuts and chickpeas and there was a grain, a healthy grain. Um, There were English cucumbers and onions and feta cheese. And it was just so lovely. And the lady that was sharing the recipe said it would be done in minutes, which is also something that I love. So... I looked at the recipe and I was like, ooh, but it's missing vegetables because if I'm going to eat a salad, I I need it to have some type of leafy green. So when I looked at the recipe, I remixed it in a way that made it um, more enjoyable for me. And I'm sharing that with you in this month's newsletter with two other recipes. But we'll talk about the chickpea and kale couscous salad for now, because I feel like that's enough. And I feel like also it's the recipe that people are going to look at inside eye and kind of hate on a little bit. But girl, I, I would like to invite you to expand your palate. Think about eating something that's light, healthy. It can be eaten cold or warm. And it's a meal all by itself. Like you can add meat to it if you want to, but you absolutely don't have to. It's delicious. So let's talk about it. First of all, I use Far East couscous and that cooks itself in like five minutes all you got to do bring everything to a boil stir in the couscous cover it take it off the stove boom it cooks while you're doing the rest of the salad that thing is gonna cook all on its own everything else you literally just have to measure it out chop it up if it even needs to be chopped up you mix it all in a bowl and it's done like done And what I love about this salad is like, let's say, for example, if you don't like feta cheese, you can take the feta cheese out and use a cheese of your choice. If you don't like cranberries, you could always use raisins or just take those out completely. I use pistachios and walnuts in mine, but you could always use pecans or whatever nut or seed that you like. You know, when you see recipes, always have an open mind about taking the concept and then making it your own. To your own flavor palette, what you feel like you could eat over and over again and be happy with it. I used a Greek vinaigrette dressing. I think the woman that shared it on Instagram, she made like a lemon vinaigrette, a lemon and like I think olive oil vinaigrette. Um, and I was like, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But I love Greek flavored things. So I'm like, I'll use a Greek vinaigrette that I bought at the store. I'll use um, garlic flavored couscous. And even the feta cheese that I got had like the garlic and herb um, like flavor, the seasoning on it. So mine ended up being like a Greek version of the salad that she shared. I added some additional things to it and it was just so yummy and delicious. I could see eating that with literally anything that comes off the grill. So this summer, if you're grilling fish, if you're grilling chicken steak, like whatever. I could see you having that if you had to add some meat to it. Shrimp, like anything, it would taste good with literally anything, but it tasted just fine on its own. And I really hope everybody gives that a chance. Now, when you make it, girl, it's going to make a lot. You're going to have a trough. You're going to have 
a huge bowl of it. So this is also a really good thing to take to a cookout. Um, it's a really good thing to take to like a baby shower or whatever you're doing this summer and you got to feed multiple people. It's a great meatless, healthy option to take to something like that just to give, you know, the cookout a little variety, add a little healthy razzle dazzle to whatever it is you're going to this summer and people will love it. I promise people will love it. And if they give you some pushback on the salad, then girl, you just say you don't have to eat none. Tell them to eat whatever else might be there. They can eat potato salad or coleslaw or whatever. But this is just a very good alternative to some of those other things we eat that are just as good, but maybe not as healthy. So I hope everybody at least tries that. And if you do, girl, message me and let me know what you think. Because I know when y'all see chickpeas, couscous, and kale, some of y'all going to shut down. But I... I invite you to broaden your horizons this summer with me at the table and eat some things maybe that we normally would not. And if you try it this one time and you don't like it, it's no harm, no foul, girl, because I'm eating enough of it for all of us. Okay? All right. Let me know what you think after you try it, though. All right. So this month in the newsletter, we are talking about the summer. This is the moment that our fitness life has been waiting for. Everybody works out and tries to do right. All in preparation for this moment. It all comes down to this. It is finally summertime. The backs are out. The arms are out. We're wearing less, going out more. Thank you, Jesus, because COVID is, I don't know. You know what, girl? I don't know what COVID is doing because they stopped talking about it on the news. Okay, so, you know, be smart. Wash your hands. Keep that mask on when you feel like it's appropriate. But the girls, I know we, we, us, that we, we talk to one another once or twice a month, I know we are wearing less and going out more. We're finally back outside. And with that, you know, comes a lot of what do I wear? Because I've been home for the past forever summers, right? We haven't been anywhere. We have not gone on vacation. We haven't had to go to weddings and showers and brunches and like all these things that people who like to go out, what they go to, you know? So here we are. We find ourselves trying to pull it together so we can get out here in the street. My style tips for dressing your body in a way that you will love it and be happy with how you're presenting yourself to the world are as follows. Tip number one. I like to create style words for myself, right? So when I'm shopping, I look for items that fall in line with the words that I select. So I like to do at least three, right? So for example, my words for a summer wardrobe would be um, cool, because I want to be comfortable, but I don't want to be hot, right? So is the fabric a breathable fabric? Like, am I going to be hot in this, right? So cool, I would like something that's sexy, which we're sexy year round. But, you know, in the summer, you can kind of do what you want to do with these outfits a little bit more because the weather permits. So I would say cool, sexy, and I would say probably kind of classic or sporty. And I know that's four words, but something along those lines. Right. And so when I'm shopping, I look for things that I feel match those words. That helps me out a lot because a lot of things will not, you will find a lot of things are more trendy or like right now, the nineties has taken over. I was in target the other day and literally everything looked like it came back from the nineties all at once. And that made me dizzy and I had to get my stuff and get out of there because I was like, Ooh, this is too much for me to look at and too much to take in all at one time. I'm 38 years old. I have already lived through the nineties. I was a young girl back then and I don't want to look like the 12-year-old version of myself. I want to look like the 38-year-old version of myself. And, you know, that's why I have to pick the style words, right? So I pick those words and I shop based on that, right? Then I like to do signature colors. So I'll say, right now, I'm really in like a black and gold vibe or like earth tone and gold vibe. Like that's truly my life aesthetic right now. So as I'm shopping, which black is my favorite color, so I'm gonna probably always pick black if something comes in black. I try not to do it, but it just happens and it's okay. I've accepted that about myself and I just buy the things and move on. But right now I'm very much into 
earth tones, muted colors, like I'm stepping away from black just a little bit, but it's not like we're wearing hot pink or anything like that or yellow, because I don't think I could, but you know, we're stepping out of the box a little bit and I'm pairing it with metallics, golds, silver. I really do also love that rusty orange that kind of reminds me of the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but from what I've seen in pictures and videos, that rusty orange, I really love that too. Um, and that looks good with the really pretty red lip and gold earrings. Mm -hmm. Yes, so I picked signature colors. And so now I have my words. I have my signature colors. And then I move on to silhouettes. I know, and we all know what features we want to play up on our bodies, right? And we all know what features we try to camouflage. You take that, what you know you want to celebrate about your body, and you find silhouettes that celebrate what you love about you. Um, for example, I, you will be hard-pressed to find me in anything with the umpire waist. Or like that waist, that line that comes like right below your boobs. Nuh-uh. Because -uh, I don't care what size I am. I have been at my smallest before. And by smallest, I've been like 120-something pounds before. And had on a dress like that and someone asked me if I was pregnant. It was when me and my husband first got married. I'll never forget it. We were walking out of church. Somebody walked up to me and was like, oh my gosh, you guys are expecting. And I was like, girl, I'm expecting to beat your tail Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Now, we done, we done prayed and I'm trying to live right. But no, girl, I'm not pregnant. This dress is just hitting me in a place that doesn't flatter me at all, clearly, right? So I don't wear anything with the umpire waist. I leave that to the ladies who are truly expecting and need that. They, you know, they want to show. They want to celebrate the bump. So we let them have the umpire waist, right? I love a good sheath dress, you know? Because, it, you know, the arms are out. So, you know, we do our upper body workouts. So it's like, ooh, beautiful arms. Then it kind of slightly comes in and gives you a bit of a curve. But then it's a straight line. It's not flaring. It's not pencil. It's just a straight, classic, timeless. If you buy a good sheath dress, girl, as long as you stay your same size, you can wear that thing until it falls apart. Get you a black one. You can wear it to work. You can wear it to a fune. You can wear it... Anytime you need to look classic, understated, but fabulous at the same time. We love a sheath dress, especially one that comes in black, right? I also love a good jump jumpsuit. I talk about this all the time, like that one-piece jumpsuit. If it wasn't for the fact that when you go to the bathroom in public, you basically got to get naked, the jumpsuit would be dang near perfect. I love jumpsuits because they create structure. They give your body frame. It has beautiful lines, so depending on which um, fabric you are working with, like I have a denim jumpsuit that I absolutely love. Like it highlights my um, upper body, it cinches me in and it gives me a waist. My, my natural body frame is more, I like to say I'm like an athletic SpongeBob, right? My waist does not go in super tiny and small. Like I don't have an hourglass figure. I definitely have more of an athletic frame. So this jumpsuit, what I love about it is that it, it kind of like snatches you in a little bit and then it lets your hips kind of fall back out. And the pants aren't wide leg, but they're not pencil either. They're like beautiful right in the middle and it's not boot cut either. I don't know what kind of pant leg that is, but it's perfect. You can wear it with heels. You can wear it with flats. It's amazing and I love it. I recently purchased a whole slew of jumpsuits halter top jumpsuits because one thing I do know about me and this is what we all have to find out about ourselves is like what silhouettes what what things look good on me halter tops are my jam I can do a halter top right so I've recently purchased a bunch of jumpsuits that are wide leg flowy halter top jumpsuits and I didn't even buy a black one so let's all say you know Clap for me. Give me some spirit fingers. I did not buy a black one. I must have been in a really adventurous mood during that shopping spree because I bought all prints and I think I bought a red one. Um, I bought like five or six. Too many, right? I bought too many, but none of them are black and I'm super proud of myself and they were all on sale. So I was like, yes, please. Got them in the mail, tried them on. And to my surprise, they were like a smidge too big 
but because of the flowy fabric, I think it's going to work. I'm going to just fashion tape where I need to, and I'm going to keep it moving. And then that way we have a little wiggle room in there too. So if I go somewhere and I decide to have more than three tacos, like girl, it's going to be fine because I have the fabric to, to, to make it still fit right, tight, and cute. So yes, find the silhouettes that look really good on you. Figure that out and then stick to your signature colors. Stick to your style words. When all of those things come together, you'll always feel like you have stuff to wear this summer because everything is going to fall in line to who you are today. And I feel like summertime is a really great um, season to kind of buy things that you might only wear like a couple times and then you put them away and then next year you bring them out. You really don't get to wear your summer clothes that long. So I don't like spending a whole lot of money on them because by the time summer rolls back around, something else will be in style and Unless you buy timeless classic things all the time, but then what's the fun in that? Because you want to have some edgy, trendy pieces too, right? So, yes, we pick our style words, we have our silhouettes that we love, we have our signature colors, and we actually use these tips to help us purchase swimsuits too. And it's time. Swimsuit season is upon us. It is here. When you think about buying swimsuits the first thing that i want everyone to do is just release themselves of feeling like you have to pick a suit that will be i don't know mommy friendly i feel like i feel like everyone falls into that trap and we talk about this in the newsletter like just because i'm going on a vacation with these children i'm not about to cramp my style i'm gonna wear things that i want to wear And that I'm going to feel good in. And if it just so happens that that's something that's more fabulous than the mommy swimsuit with the little skirt on it, then so be it, right? Because we want to play up our features and we want to celebrate our bodies in all of their glory. So use those same style tips when you pick out swimsuits. Don't um, stretch yourself out about every little inch of your body, Please do not stand in front of these mirrors and nitpick every little thing about your body. Because, girl, if that's the case, you're going to end up going to the beach with pants on, which, too, is fine. If you feel fabulous in those pants, girl, do what you do, but it's going to be hot, right? Try on the suits. Play up the features that you really love. They make really beautiful um, cover-ups and, like, cute little outfits now that can go with your swimsuit that are made out of... Um, like a sheer material or maybe like a mesh, really cute crochet things that I see in stores sometimes. So you don't have to feel like you gotta, you know, just only wear the swimsuit the whole time you're out. You can definitely be cute and sexy and fun in like a beach outfit. So also keep that in mind too when you're going shopping for swimsuits. Buy the swimsuit and then buy the little outfit that goes with it. And then on the day that of your vacation or your trip to the pool or whatever, you just see how you feel. And if you're feeling like you really like your outfit, keep on your outfit. If you're feeling like you are wanting to kind of like, like I said, wear less, you know, take some of those layers off and do what you do. Enjoy your summer. Listen, we have worked really hard up until this point, right? And our bodies are what they are. They are going to be what they will be. We are not going to wake up the morning before our vacation or five hours before you go to the pool. Nothing magical is going to happen. What we got today is what we going into the summer with for the most part. So we have to just celebrate that, love that, be happy with it, be happy that we're even going out into the world again and wear the clothes. Put on your swimsuits. I have stretch marks. I have spider veins. Sometimes I have cellulite or cellulite. What is it called? Y'all know what I mean. Try not to autocorrect me in your mind. (laughs) Yes, but I have all of the things. I am not overly confident about my body either. I'm a confident woman and I like what I look like and I'm proud of myself for being able to find time to work out and, you know, do the best that I can to be in the best shape that I can. Um, but my body has also had three kids. I have had three C-sections. I am not 
a young 20-something that has never had nothing happen to her body, right? So I don't compare myself to those things or like the things that I see on social media because I know those people are living a completely different life or they have had surgery, which is fine too, but that is also not my story, so I can't compare myself to that, right? So we just have to put on things that we like, that we love ourselves in, and girl, go on vacation and slay. Like, whoever you went on vacation with, they are happy to be with you. They like what you look like. So let that be some of the confidence you need to wear what you want. Put on whatever you want. Go out into the world and vacate and vacate hard because you've earned it and you deserve it. Also, remember, the people that you see on vacation, they don't know you and you will never see them again. So if you're feeling judgment or you are afraid of being judged, don't worry about it. Those people are insignificant to you. They do not pay your bills. and They do not write your checks. You do not know them. They are not related to you. They are not your children. See, when you think about it that way, it's like, yeah, girl, let me wear whatever I want to. Let me wear whatever I want to. Let me have a couple cocktails and then let me get up on somebody's stage and do karaoke because these people are not going to see me again. And I'm going to have the time of my life all summer 2022. No matter where I go or what I do, I'm going to put on things that I really, really love and I'm going to have a blast. So hopefully we take these style tips and we use them to get ourselves some nice things for all these trips we're going to be going on because between now and I would say Labor Day, I know y'all going to be going places and I can't wait to see it. Please share your trips on Instagram when you want to, when you feel like it, because I love seeing that. I love seeing where, pe- where people are going. I love seeing your food. I love seeing the hotels that you stay in because it te- I can go on vacation without going on vacation and I can learn. I'm like, oh, she went to New Orleans. Oh, that's where she stayed. That's fabulous. Oh, that's what she ate. Let me write, let me, you know, bookmark that in my TripAdvisor folder so that if I ever go there, like I'm, you know, I know where to go and what to do. We're going to have a great summer. We are going to have a great summer. Shop to your drop, stalk the UPS man, buy these outfits, Be happy with yourself. Be happy with your body. You have worked hard. You have earned it. You deserve it. Not to mention, Mother's Day weekend is this weekend. Happy Mother's Day for those of you who have taken the road of having a child. Being a mom is like running the longest, most treacherous marathon that I think one could run. I have never like ran an actual marathon, but I would like to think that like, oh my gosh, you feel like it's probably never gonna end. Like when you're running one, you're like, oh my gosh, how many miles do I have left? Some days I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, how many children are there? Like, and it's always three, right? It's, It's always three, but I'm just like, oh my gosh. When I mean to say life came at me fast, and I know I'm not the only mom out here that thinks that, Life came at me fast. It's like I had that one baby in 2010. She was perfect and she was cute. Then boom, before I knew it, it was another one in 2013. Then bam, before I knew it, it was another one in 2015. And now it's three of them every single day. And they want to eat and they need clean clothes. And like, I'm always doing laundry and I'm always cooking. I'm always cleaning. And I'm always listening to someone talk about things that I know nothing about. So shout out to all the moms out there who have kids that are deep into video games. Y'all know about Roblox and the anime stuff and just all of it. You know about it, Fortnite. Your money is going to these things that are not tangible. It's like you give your child $9.99 and they get it to buy some character a sweater on their video game. And it's just like my parents didn't have these problems. My parents didn't have these problems. And it is very hard being a mother in 2022. Being a mom, period, I'm sure. But these days, it is just like insane. And I don't know how we do it every day and still be fabulous the way we are. I mean, it's hard. It's difficult. And if anybody ever says otherwise, that lady is lying to you. Or she has a nanny, which I'm not mad at that either. But I'm just saying. Some of us are really deep in it. And it can be a lot. 
So let's talk about a couple cute little fun mommy things. Let's go down memory lane. All things mommies can relate to in celebration of Mother's Day, right? So first of all, when you have a baby, no one talks about a lot of that stuff. Well, I think people do now, but like no one talks about the major blowout thing that happens to all babies. And the major blowout does not happen until you get to where you're going. Like you dress your baby up so cute. You and your baby are about to go somewhere and you're like, yay, we're about to go, you know, see so-and-so. We're about to go run these errands. Your baby is so happy and they're so quiet and you're just enjoying that car ride. You get to where you're going. You get out of the car. You open that passenger side door. You go to get your baby out of that car seat and it is full of oatmeal poop. And it's going all up the baby's back. It's like slathered all over the car seat. And you have no other option but to look at your child in in the most ultimately disgusting way, get back in the car and go home. You know, when that happened to me, I would go back home. I would take that baby out of the car seat, immediately give them a bath, obviously. Whatever they had on, I didn't even try to save it. I would just throw it away. I'd be like, oh, that's one less thing I'm about to deal with. I would take that car seat outside. I would fire up that water hose (laughs) and I would spray it down. You have to take the car seat cover off. Now, I don't know if this is good or bad, but again, I had babies quite some time ago. So I would put the whole car seat cover in the washing machine. I think they tell you not to dry it. And that's fine, girl. I would air dry that thing because we're not going nowhere now. Like if I was in the mood to go somewhere after all of this, no, you're staying home. Like, baby, you're in trouble. Because you just ruined mommy's target run, you know? So I would let that thing air dry. And then, you know, you got to put it all back together, put it all back in your car. And it would just be a lot. Major blowouts happen to everyone. And they do not happen until you get to where you are going. A major blowout never happens in a crib. Or like when you're home. I've never had that happen. And I've never even known that to happen to anybody. They only happen in the car seat when you're somewhere else other than your house. And I don't know why that happens. You know, as a mom, some something that I'm over just completely, now that my children are school age, all three of them, are the school projects that come home that are clearly for the parent. And I don't know if that teacher is trying to grade me or my kid. Like, am I back in school? Are you trying to see how smart I am so that you can figure out why my kid acts a certain way? Like, I'm not sure who's being graded and who is the student. Because when you bring home school projects that absolutely have to have the parent involved, I'm like, how is this your grade, son? My kindergartner has had several school projects where there's no way he could have done that by himself as a five or six year old. And the teacher will write something cute on the top. She'll say something like, this will be a good bonding experience for you and your child. We don't need to bond, okay? I bonded with him for, well, that one didn't cook as long as the other ones, right? So me and him, we only got to bond for about 32 weeks. But we bonded once he was on this side. Girl, we've been bonding ever since. So I don't need extra bonding time. I don't need to do a STEM project to prove I love my kid. I don't. But I also don't want him to get a zero. So now I'm building an egg holder. Let me tell you about this project really quickly. For Easter, the children had to build something that could hold an egg, right? It had to be a certain size. So first of all, there were requirements. You had to be able to put your egg in this little holder. And then when the egg was dropped or the, the holder was dropped, your egg was not supposed to crack. Easy enough. I get a little box. I pad that thing really well. I put the egg in the thing. I give it to my kindergartner and I say, okay, go ahead, drop it. Let's drop it a couple times and see if your egg cracks. We practice this at home maybe for about 15 minutes. His egg does not crack. I pat myself on the back and I say, you just passed that kindergartner STEM project with no problem. Good for you, Tia. I send my child to bed. The next day, 
he takes his little project to school with a new egg. Because when you are going to crack it for, when you're going to drop it for the class, it has to be a new egg. Because apparently once you drop an egg so many times, it's, it's prone to crack eventually, right? He goes to school, little contraption, new egg. The teacher sends out pictures on class dojo. Do you know they were dropping those eggs from a crane in the sky? I said, Salon, just that you <laughs> up there dropping these eggs? I know, I know they are not dropping these eggs from up there. Like when I mean it was from a crane in the sky, I mean it was above the flagpole where they were dropping these eggs from. It was above the school. Like it was so high above the flagpole that those little contraptions probably should have had like parachutes on them. And let me tell you about that. So my son actually had a little like Kroger bag uh, parachute situation going on on his his little egg holder. But it, it, would, it would not have been enough for how high the crane was. And I'm like, why didn't she put that in the directions when she sent this home? Like, that would have been nice to know. That like, oh, by the way, we're going to drop the eggs from a crane in the sky. Like, from hundreds of feet above ground level. So, there you go, parents. But no. I mean, and then, of course, his egg cracked. Like, when his thing hit the pavement... His egg cracking. When he got in the car after school that day, I said, baby, how did it go? And he said, <laughs> he said, my egg cracked. And the look, the look on his face, he was just so kind of disappointed. Like, like you couldn't even build an egg holder. And I just want to be like, well, first of all, it was your homework assignment. I mean, I did it, but. Your name was on it. So we're in this together, boo. So if the egg cracked, that's on me and you. But yeah, I'm over it. I'm over school projects that these children cannot do on their own. Because then I feel bad if things go wrong. Because ultimately, I mean, I did it, you know. I am also over countdown calendars for school where every single day they have to have something. Today is hat day. Tomorrow's pajama day. Bring in your favorite plushie. Um, bring in your favorite snack. Bring in this. Bring in that. And I'm like, no. Why can't they just let school in? When I was in school, we didn't have 30 days uh, of a countdown calendar where we were doing something every day for the last month of school. We didn't have that. They just let school end. School was over and they said, get out of here. And we all left. And we were happy about it. It was fine. These days, they want to count and they want to they want to overdo it. They want to make sure these children <laughs> have too much fun. And I'm like, girl, no one can remember this every day. So I took a picture of the little countdown to summer calendar. That way, no matter where I'm at, if it comes across my mind, like, like oh, he's probably going to need to take, you know, baby Jesus to school tomorrow. I look and I say, OK, well, I need to find, you know find one and have Target bring it out to my car so he can take his baby Jesus to school. I don't know. It's the most ridiculous things. Like I think um, tomorrow he has to take his favorite board game to school. And I'm like, I don't want you to take a board game up there because how do I know I'm gonna get all my pieces back? You know, just little things like that. Being a mom is like having to remember everything all the time. And just the mental load is exhausting. Like having to remember everything all the time having to be, you know, as upbeat as possible all the time, having to create the memories for everybody, having to just do so much all the time. And I feel like that's something they don't tell you when you like are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a baby. I don't think anybody ever told me like, girl, do you realize you're going to have to be doing this, 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 and this all the time? Like, it's going to be a lot all the time. I mean, I probably would not have listened when they told me because I got married super, super young. But still, no one tells you. Like, girl, it's going to be all. That's why I tell my friends now. When my girlfriends have, like, one baby and they say something about having another one, I say, are you sure? Because that one is fine. He's perfect. And look at your life. It's amazing. 
then you know they might have another one and then this and then that baby's cute too everybody loves the babies we love the babies right and i say oh that's great you so two two is it right no 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 well i have friends who say like yeah two is done because we see your life and we don't want that for ourselves the twos are absolutely the perfect amount of children it's not until you cross over into having threes or more that I'm like, girl, it's dark on this side. You better stay over there where it's light. Simba, everything the light touches. Don't cross over here to the hyenas. It's a lot. It's a lot of work when you have three, three or more. And I, I have friends who have more than three kids. And I'm always like, girl, I don't know how you do it. Because I have three and I'm at my max. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped. So I don't know how people do it when they have more. Um, I feel like I'm a cool mom, but I also still believe in like tradition and, you know, having things that you do every year. And because of that, I feel like that makes some things so much easier than maybe what they would be. I feel like I've created a little game plan and I'm like, okay, every October we do this. Every December, like every December we go look at Christmas lights and we do the the big uh, Christmas light show thing and I have snacks and it's a big deal and there's Christmas music, right? Every Thanksgiving, you know, mommy is gonna roll it out. Every Halloween, mommy's gonna do something. Every summer or every year when you get out of school, I do like a, um, a hello summer party where I get each kid like a little basket um, full of like summer goodies that they'll be able to use all summer based on where we're going or whatever. Um, so I, I do that. Then I have like all of their favorite treats and then they get to pick where we go for dinner and it's like a whole thing. So I'm like, okay, creating the memories part, that's not all that bad. It's all the days in between the memories that you're like, oh my gosh, this is forever until these children get older. And I know somebody with older kids is going to be like, but when they're gone, you're going to miss it. Okay. And that might be true. And it, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I know. I know it is. When they're gone, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, what are they doing? No one called me. Uh, I'm going to be a smother mother. I, I know it. I'm trying to work on it though so that I'm not. But I know when they're older, I will miss them. But today, and two things can be true at the same time, but don't let anybody ever tell you different. I will miss them when they're gone. But also today, I'm worn out and I'm tired and I want a break. So this Mother's Day I don't know what you have asked for. I don't know what's on your list, but hopefully it includes a lot of downtime, a lot of quiet time. I hope it includes a lot of someone bringing you things. I hope it includes a lot of time for you to read a book or binge watch a show. I hope your feet are up. I hope you're nice and cozy under a blanket or that you're laying in the sun somewhere. I hope the gifts are exactly what you asked for. And that you didn't have to order them yourself. Um, or I hope that everyone's well behaved and no one's asking you for backup. I hope no one loses anything and they don't need your help to find it. I hope for you that this Mother's Day is full of all of the rest, all of the love, all of the that's not my problem, all of the go ask your daddy, all of the get out of my face and leave me alone, but I still love you, that your heart can handle. Because, girl, that's what I plan to do. I plan to be kicking up my feet saying, go ask your daddy. When I'm hungry, I will text. <laughs> when I'm thirsty, I will call. And it's four of you. So I expect to be brought all the things because I'm going to sit my little behind down somewhere and rest. So happy Mother's Day to you. We have deserved all of it. Whatever you want and get for Mother's Day, I know deep down in my soul that you you deserve it. You're a good mom and those children have everything they need. They don't need nothing else or at least if they do, they're not getting it this weekend. So kudos to all of us for hanging in there and having children in this day and age because it's a hot mess the world is on fire and I really wish the rapture would just start so that we can all be put out of our misery kind of sort of I'm just kidding but not really I'm serious it's a lot but happy mother's day okay so as we look to the summer I know I have 
been trying to complete as many little projects as I can so that over the summer I can just rest. And I am not a planner girl. And I know at the beginning of the year, everybody buys planners and they have stickers and gel pens and then they take their planner everywhere and they're so organized and they remember everything. And that's not my life. It's not my life. I tried to be the planner girl and it's just not me. So I stopped buying planners. But recently I have started doing something that I'm going to share with you because I have found it to be extremely helpful and hopefully you will find it to be helpful too as you go into the summer. And I only started doing this because it helped alleviate like my mental load. So when I'm working out now, I'm not thinking about all the other things I should be doing with this time. And it also helps me see that I do have time for these workouts. Like you do have time to work out. You do have time to sit down and eat this healthy meal because you're looking at your list of things to do and your list of things to do says you have time to do this. So you can't keep making excuses to you. And this is a very simple thing, but in everyone's phone, we have the notes app. I have been making weekly list in my notes app and checking things off as I complete them. But the thing is, in that in that list, there are things that I absolutely have to do. So if I have an appointment, I make sure I write those down and I'll say like, oh, you know, Wednesday, 12 o'clock, I gotta be here, right? Or get your car service, Monday. Ooh, and I'm gonna tell you about that in Thought Bubbles, but I was there today getting my car service. Um, be there, right? If I have to make a phone call, if I'm supposed to call somebody to either schedule something or follow up some on something, I put that down. Call this person, call that person, schedule this, schedule that. But I'm also putting my self-care things on that list. So I'll put on there, sit in the sauna or get your nails done or watch this television show or read three chapters of this book or go have tacos on the patio. Um, I put those things too, so that I make sure that not only am I getting things done that need to get done, but that I'm also still paying attention to myself and I'm pouring back into myself. Cause like we just said, everyone else will suck the life right out of you if you let them. So you gotta, you gotta gas up, you gotta refuel, fill your tank back up. And so I've been putting those things on my to-do list too, so that I don't forget them. And isn't that crazy? That goes to show how busy a woman's life is. That when I do get free time, I don't even remember the things I want to do. Or I become so overwhelmed in the moment because I have free time that I'm like, oh my gosh, what should I do with this free time? And then I was like, I'm looking to my left and I'm looking to my right and it's no one. It's just me. And it's just like, girl, you don't know what you want to do, but you better hurry up and pick something before this before this opportunity passes you by. And so when I make that list, it's just a good reminder to say like, oh, you have 45 minutes of time right now that you can use for something. And I'll open that list and I'll be like, okay, well, I could probably get a pedicure in about 45 minutes. So I'll go and do that. Or you could probably take the next 20 minutes and read some of that book. So I'll go and I'll do that. But it's been a really good way to just remind myself of all of the things that I have to do, all of the things that I should be doing, and all of the things that I want to do. So I encourage everybody, especially as we go into the summer, and you might either be working remote because you're, you know, you might be working remote, home with your kids, um, or if your kids are going to be in camps, or if you're going to be traveling a lot, just whatever your situation might be. If you want to continue to make fitness a priority for yourself, make the list. Make a list of everything you have to do that week. And when you see that things are getting checked off your list, it just reduces your anxiety by so much. And when you're working out, you can truly be in the moment and give those workouts all you got. Because I'm not worrying about anything else anymore. Like today, I worked out this morning. I dropped the kids off at school. I came home. I worked out. Even though I knew I needed to go over to the dealership and have my car serviced, I was like, you know what? Let me go home and work out first. Then I'll go over there um, and have the car serviced. That way, the whole time I'm over there, I'm not stressed out about working out. And I'm so glad I did that because I ended up being over there for an eternity. But... 
once I check my workout off my list and I check off my car service off my list, like I'm already looking forward to tomorrow because tomorrow already feels lighter to me. Tomorrow I can I can focus on work. I'm like, I can focus on writing and getting other projects done because I have knocked out um, a really big thing that was on my to-do list um, for this week. So the thing that I love about using the Notes app too is that as you check things off, it pushes that thing to do down to the bottom. So then as you continue to uh, check things off, you'll see all these yellow bubbles line up and that gives me a really good feeling of accomplishment too. So if you're not a planner girl and you want to have access to your to-do list all the time, try using your notes app. And if you are an Apple girl and you have like an iPad or a laptop or whatever, um, you can always send that to-do list to all of your other devices. So then it's like you have a copy of it everywhere you go. Every time you open anything, it's like, boom, don't forget to do that. And that's what I call my list in my phone. It's like, Tia, don't forget to, boom, and here are all the things that you should remember. So try that and see if that helps you remain consistent over the summer. It has definitely helped me. Um, Some other things that I'm gonna do over the summer just to make sure that I don't, stray too far away from what I know to be right because the summertime is hard right with traveling with going to events special occasions and all that kind of stuff your eating can easily get just so out of whack right but in order to kind of um help me out with that I've decided that over the summer when I can skip eating takeout I'm gonna skip it I'm not gonna eat out just because I'm gonna eat the food I'm going to keep that up. I just saw a meme about that, about how some people are not the eat the food we got at home mom because they want to eat out too. And some days I'm like that, depending on how much I did that day. I'm like, yeah, we're about to eat out because I, I can. But for the most part, I'm like, I'll eat at home. They don't have to eat at home. Like, so if y'all want to eat out, you know, do you live your best life? But I'm going to keep trying to eat eat at home as much as I can. Um, So I'm going to skip takeout when I can. I'm going to keep my water intake at three to four liters of water a day because I feel like that amount of water has been really good to me. I'm going to walk more. Um, I'm already in a running program. Um, That's been really good to me. I've been enjoying that. Um, But there are like several rest days built into the week. And I feel like on the rest days, I could definitely be walking. So I'm going to walk more. Um, I'm going to eat more things like the salad that I just talked about a little bit ago. Um, I'm going to start wearing my sweet sweat belt again now, if I can, because I'm, I'm never going to be someone who cannot admit when she may have been incorrect, right? Cause we're never wrong. We were just incorrect. I know a long time ago, I think I said that sweet sweat didn't work and I don't know if that was recorded on anything, but I know I said it. And I can't remember if I said it to you or somebody else, but I just want to walk back. I just want to take that back and say, I think it works because I've been consistently wearing mine again and I can see a difference in my midsection. So if you have one, girl, bring it back out. Now, with all things, you got to be consistent with it. You have to wear it for your whole workout, not just your cardio. And I think you might see some changes I mean, I sweat more all over when I wear mine, Um, but I know before I said like, oh, this doesn't work. I think, it, you know, like it's cute. I get it, but it wasn't, I just, I know I said it didn't work and I just want to take that back. Try it. Try it and see what you think about it for yourself, but I'm going to start or keep using that because I've been using it. Um, I'm also going to go back to having my grapefruit snacks because those keep me full and it's really good. Um, and that'll be a nice snack for over the summer because you can refrigerate it. And it's like a, it's like kind of like having a popsicle. But grapefruit and watermelon over the summer for me are like everything. And I do not put sugar on my grapefruit. Someone DM'd me about that. And I had never heard of that before. But to me, that's just like putting sugar on grits. And those are things we should not do. So, no, no for adding sugar. Um, and I think that is. Yeah, it for my my summer, like, to-do tips. Um, Like I said, for the workout report, I'm going to do the run program. 
Um, I'm still doing strength training. I feel like I'm in a really good zone. I'm working out Monday through Friday. I have noticed that when I rest my body on Saturday and Sunday, I, um, I'm not as sore. Like all throughout the week when I work out, um, I'm not getting as sore anymore because my body is getting a full 48 hours to rest and recover. That's been working out really well for me, even though sometimes it's hard to not work out on Saturday and Sunday. Like sometimes I feel bad about it. So something that I have also started doing to just help myself with that mentally is I try not to wear my Apple Watch on Sunday so that I'm not looking down at it and it's only like, oh, you only burned 150 calories today. And I'm like, well, of course, because I sat down. Or like the watch be giving you reminders all day, like get up so you can close that stand ring. And I'm like, no, girl, we're sitting down today. It's Sunday. We rest. So, mm-mm. no. Um, but I feel like overall my workouts have been producing results. Like I feel like I'm finally starting to see it. And I always like to say that almost every time we chat because I think people really do believe that if they don't see results in like the first week or two, then they are ready to quit. And I'm like, no, for some people it can take months. You just gotta know, well, you don't have to know your body type. You just gotta wait and see what kind of body type you have. It takes forever to put on fat. Do people know that? So for example, when you go on vacation and you come back and you might weigh five pounds more than what you did before you went, right? Let's say. Well, that's not really five pounds of fat. Like it takes a long time to put on fat enough fat to where it's noticeable and you're seeing it on the scale and all of that. You probably went on vacation and you drank more, you ate more carbs. And so you just got a lot of water weight and like excess inflammation and like all that kind of stuff. So when you come back home, as soon as you get back to your regular routine, you're, you go back to normal, right? You didn't really lose five pounds. Your body just kind of flushed all that toxic stuff out of its system, it takes a long time to put on fat. That is why it takes a long time to lose it as well. Um, so consistency, I say it all the time, is truly the secret to the sauce. The more consistent you are, you will eventually see the results that you seek. You just can't stop after 30 days, right? Because people say like, oh, I've been doing this for 30 days and I haven't seen any results. Well, girl, that's because maybe your results was going to come on the 35th day, but you stopped. So we have to just keep going, knowing we're doing something really good for our bodies, and eventually we will see the results. Um, when you see, and I know, and I know this is going to happen because summertime is here, people are going to do some of those four, six, eight-week programs that guarantee that you're going to lose a whole bunch of weight um, in that amount of time, and you will, because they're going to tell you what to eat, and they're going to tell you what to do, and you will lose a lot of weight. You will see change. Um, but just think to yourself, am I willing to do this program over and over again for the rest of my life? If not, then I need to figure out how to maintain these results after I go through whatever this eight-week program is. Y'all already know my philosophy on that is low and slow. I don't want to be rushed into anything that I feel like I can't maintain after I achieve it. So I like the low, slow, steady wins the race and keeps me laced forever, right? So be cautious of doing some of those quick programs because I want you to find results and I want you to be happy and all of that over the summer. But I don't want anybody sad by Halloween because they gained all their weight back. So let's be careful in the decisions that we're making. I guess that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm also focusing more on upper body work. I'm going to be um, making sure that I'm not skipping my upper body workouts um, because obviously if you want to trim your waist and have a nice tight core, you can't skip your back and your chest workouts. Um, and I think that's pretty much it for my workout report. I'm keeping things easy and simple as we go into the summer. So coming into the randomness, our thought bubbles. Today I went and got my car serviced. Okay. I went when I was supposed to go. I told them, I said, I have to be done before 2.30 because I got to go get my kids from school. They said, no problem. Okay, I go, I sit, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I was sent a text message that said my car was ready. And I was like, ooh, this is great. This is way earlier than what I thought. I go to the front desk and the lady is like, oh no, that's not for you. I accidentally sent you someone else's information. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go back and I sit down. 
I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Okay, so 2.30 comes and I'm like, okay, I gotta go. So that if, if my car is not ready, they gotta pull it down off of whatever it's on and give it back to me so I can go. My keys are laying on the front desk when I walk up to it. And I go, oh my gosh, those are my keys. And the lady was like, oh yeah, your car is out front. It's 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 been ready. And when she said been, I'm like, it's been ready? Since when? For how long have I been sitting in here letting the anxiety choke me slowly because I thought I was going to be late? Oh, and I was late picking them up to, from school. They were the last kids up at the front of the school. I got there right at 3 o'clock. Oh, that was a loud noise. I got there right at 3 o'clock, and it was, it was sad. They were the last ones there, but I was able to, you know, get them and it was all good. But I was like, I wonder how long has my car been sitting out there while I sat in there waiting for someone to call my name? Oh my goodness. So that has taught me a big lesson. Whew, girl, my kids are home while I'm trying to do this. And it's a lot, it's a lot going on. That's why I say we we earn and we deserve every nice thing that we get. But yes, so the dealership was a hot mess. Um, something else that I kind of wanted to talk about and just touch on really briefly before we go is that I noticed um, while I was on Twitter the other day that people are talking about um, I guess the whole, well, they're talking about a couple different things. One, apparently there's a new cast for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I haven't watched that show in several seasons. Like, I think the last time I watched that show, um, were they in Argentina? Does that sound right to anybody that watches that show? I don't know, but it's been a long time. But the activity that I was seeing on Twitter about it definitely piqued my interest and made me feel like, oh, well, maybe you can check it out because people are saying it's so funny and it's like the way it used to be when it first came out a long, 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 long time ago. So I think I might check it out tonight through the Peacock app because I just, I just want to see what the people are talking about. So that's number one. Number two, I don't think we've spoken since Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got back together. I don't know that we have. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about that for a minute because I know people have their feelings about J-Lo. I happen to really enjoy her. Um, I happen to really enjoy the fact that she kind of is like, if it's not you, it's going to be somebody else. So you can either be with me and act like you got some sense and we can make this thing work. But if it's not you, bruh, it can and it will be someone else. And I think a lot of people don't, I think people want her to be single for like a minute or something. And I'm like, why? Why? If that that lady, if she likes being in a relationship, why y'all want her to be single? And I'm serious. I really would like to have a conversation with someone who feels like they want her to be single. Um, definitely DM me on Instagram at TV Fitness. And let's talk about it. Help me understand why you would want that lady to be by herself if she does not want to be. If she's happier in a relationship, I don't think that that, and I think people say like, oh, that means she's hiding something. She's, um, I mean, I don't know. She's compensating for something or like they always say like she can't be by herself or maybe she just doesn't want to be. Does anybody ever stop to think about that? And... Can we also just say her pickings ain't slim? They have not been, in my opinion. So like the pool of people that she's selecting from, I'm like, yeah, if you want to spend a couple of your life or a couple years of your life with Puff Daddy, I'm not mad at you for that. If you want to spend a few years of your life with A-Rod, I can understand that. If you want to spin the block and go back to Ben Affleck, girl, I get it. Because she looked real happy with him the first time they were together. And they was on Oprah and they were crying. I remember being in college. It was the year 2002 or maybe it was 2003. Because um, I was a freshman in college, 02 to 03. And I remember when Jen and Ben were on Oprah. 
me and my bestie, who's still my bestie to this day, we were college roommates. We went into the uh, room next to ours in our dorm. And now I have to figure out why we went over there to watch Oprah. Why did we go? Because we had a TV. And we really weren't that close with the girls next door. So why do we go over there to watch TV with them? But anyway, we go over there to watch Oprah. And it's a moment. Like it's one of those television moments that you just don't forget. We go over there. We watch it. She cries. She's in love. Boom, 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 boom. He's all in the music videos. I don't know if anyone listened to that album. I did. She had a song on there um, that was about him. That the lyrics were, I love you, you're perfect. Um, what? How did those lyrics go? I love you, you're per- I'm not going to sing it. If I sang it, then y'all could get the lyrics. But I want to say it said, I love you, you're perfect. The manifestation of my dreams, I think it was. And I never hear her say nothing like that about Puff Daddy. I mean, I was a huge Puff Daddy fan back in the day. I still am. I think he is so handsome, but, um, you know, I also understand why Jennifer left him where he was. So, you know, that's fine. But yes, please talk to me about this. Why are people so upset that she's back with him and they appear to be like moving along, like just fine. Like they are, they are doing what they want to do. And they really don't seem to care about it. Now, I will say that I was a little taken aback. It took me a moment to come around to the idea because I was like, she did break up with A-Rod. And then it's like the next thing we knew, it was like, boom, her and Ben are like kissing on something. There were pictures of them. I wasn't hating on it. I was just like, oh, wow, she really does love, love them and leave them alone. And I'm not mad about it. I love it. Kudos to her for living her life the way she wants to because you only get to do it one time and she does not care about what y'all think about her. And so Jennifer is going to be 50 plus and date how she won't, engage how she won't, marry how she won't. She's still going to wear them baby hairs. She's still going to have that banging body. She's still going to be able to dance. She's still going to do these rom-coms and give them to us and say, watch them because y'all know y'all love them she she knows her lane and i feel like she's she's thriving in it so celebrate j-lo um because i don't get i don't get the argument around that so we would have to chat about that if you're if you're following all that kind of stuff then the only other thing that i'm gonna talk about without talking about it i just feel like i have to say it um is that family, that group of sisters, and everyone knows who I'm talking about, they said they were retiring from television, and I guess maybe their contract just ended where they were. I don't know. I don't know, because I don't follow them enough to know. Like, I don't follow any of them on social media, because I believe in keeping my timeline very much so um, free and clear of them. Um, but I've been seeing clips on Twitter of their new show, apparently. And basically it's the old show, but on just on Hulu. Okay. Um, and in some of the clips you hear, I guess them talking about people who have like hated on them and like sticking it to the people who have hated on them. And I wonder why they care about that. Like still, which I mean, I guess nobody wants people to dislike them and nobody wants haters or whatever. But I'm just like, man, y'all left your first channel to come over here and still talk about the same stuff. I don't know. I have my I have all of the feelings about them. And I feel like anyone who has made the amount of money that they have made doing the things that they do. I don't know that you should care now that um, that black women don't like you. Like, or you shouldn't be upset about that. Like, you should have just known that that was going to be part of it. You should have just known. Because, like, for me personally, when I'm looking for uh, the next 
like the next trend or I'm looking for hairstyles or I'm looking for outfits to wear. Like I'm not seeking them out for that type of inspiration. Like I'm going to go to like a Tracy Ellis Ross page or I'm going to go to um, like Rihanna's page or I'm going to go to just one of the girls and see what they're wearing. Like how are they mixing and matching things? What type of braiding styles like Tia Maori? She's been wearing her hair in the cutest braided styles. And so I've been like stalking her page lately because her outfits have been so cute lately. And then she's wearing her hair in all these different ways. So yeah, like I'm going to go there. I'm not necessarily going to come to you for those types of things. So yeah, you guys would have to see some of the clips on Twitter. And then we can also talk about that in my DMs because... I was a little confused and taken aback by that. And also, I could have been just listening to it out of context since I don't watch the show. Um, maybe I was just missing what the bigger message was. But mm-mm. yeah, that to me is incredibly strange. I don't think I've seen any other show that we can chat about. Grace and Frankie is back for its last couple of episodes before it's done um for forever Abbott Elementary wrapped for this season it is still really good if you want to go back and watch it um I gotta finish watching Snowfall to see what Franklin gets into I need to finish watching Ozark because I know that's in its last um bit of episodes now it's gone for good too and I think that wraps up all of my TV watching I know I've probably seen some other things but they are escaping me in the moment I've seen some really good documentaries lately, but I'll have to come back with that list of names on those um, in the next episode. I'm so happy I got a chance to talk to you today. I know we had a couple of loud noises in the background, but like I said, these children, they, they respected my time long enough, they said. When I hit that hour mark, they were like, you're going to come out of that room. Because we need you down here. For what? I don't know. But I guess I'm about to go find out. Thank you for joining me at Tia's Table. You can always reach out to me through Instagram at TiaVFitness. My email is TiaVFitness.com. If you have a show topic or newsletter suggestion that you would like to make, I am also looking for ladies who would like to be coached live on the podcast for season two. When we come back, I want to have more conversations right here that other people can benefit from. So I would love to talk to you about your workout challenges, your fitness goals, meal planning, all of that right here. So if you're interested in being featured right here at Tia's Table, you can email me at tiavfitness at gmail.com. I hope everybody has a great Mother's Day. I hope it's everything that you need Relax, relate, release, recharge, refuel. And then, of course, girl, we're going to have to get back to it on Monday because that's how they do us. I hope y'all have a great day. Remember, when you're out, compliment the woman next to you. Tell her something nice and good about herself. Make her day. Make her smile. Don't compete. Don't compare. Don't complain. What God has for you is for you. And I will see you in about two weeks. And I promise, I pinky swear, if we can virtually, you know, I'll be back in two weeks this time. I promise. Love you guys. Talk to you later.